fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. into the show today what we got planned for everybody oh so we're gonna break a little bit of fantasy news just talk about a little bit what's going on in the league and then we got our top five fantasy don'ts do not do either in the draft or just overall fantasy iq just your just our don't don't do it yes sir we're gonna let them know got to man these guys are dummies out here you gotta guide them you know, we can give them, you know, guide them to the water, but at least mugs got to drink it. You know what I mean? We only can do so much. Yeah, you can't do everything, man. I feel you. I feel you. You know, I'm sitting here watching sports, watching golf. Today's a good day, man. It's slowly getting back into it. It's a start, that's for sure, you know. A little bit of action. Got some DraftKings uh, going on for the golf, too. I got a little late, you know, I'm going to get in the big tournaments. I forgot. Oh, I, no, I, I forgot, it. man. I'm no, looking good sorry. right now. I'm looking good. Nice. I haven't even checked mine yet. We'll see how it goes. You know how that Sunday goes. Some people just collapse and you just lose all yeah. your money. Got to make the cut, and that's a big thing. Got to. Con uh, Morikama or whatever. He's a he's a cut machine. He just makes them every time. Hey, get them points. Yes, sir. All right, dude, let's go. Let's talk about the news, man. The big news of the week. Our boy. Your boy. Pop, my boy. Delvin Cook saying, I'm not going to report until I get a reasonable offer, you assholes. What do you think about this? Oof. He said, what did he say? He would be okay with 13 mil per year? I say give him that. That's not crazy talk. It's not. I mean, you got uh, McCaffrey at 16 a year. Zeke's at 15. Uh, I think Gurley's contract was around 15 before he, you know, moved on to the Falcons. And then... Which, by the way, passes physical, so he's on board. He's God, ready to go. He's looking good. He's pumped. And then, you know, Le'Veon and David Johnson are both at 13 mil a year. So That's what my big thing is. Like, all right, you have Le'Veon and you have David Johnson. I think Delvin, uh, the only issue is his health. But mm-hmm. other than that, I think he's right around that, that Le'Veon, David Johnson type player. It's just about, like, what kind of leverage he has, you know? Because these other guys kind of had... You know, big. I mean, Cook had a big season last year, but it was his only one big season. Every other year, he's been hurt. Yeah, show me sixteen, man. Show me at least sixteen games. You know, out even fifteens. You know, he's giving us in thirteens, and I think if you're out multiple, like that. My point of like Ezekiel getting paid, like he's just a consistent back. Every year, he's yeah, there. the way he's running, and it just doesn't seem like Delvin's there yet. Hopefully. This year changes it. I put my money on Delvin this year. I think he's going to be the breakout RB. But you got to stay healthy. And this is the big problem when you're paying the running backs. So I, I can see the hesitancy on the franchise. But he's only 24. I mean, he's only going to get better for the next, 
you know, three to five years if he stays healthy. Why not get him now? And then you can cut him when he's 29, 30. Yeah, I think if they get him, you know, like a three-year deal, maybe that'd be probably a sweet spot for him. Just so it's not, I mean, he'll be age 27 then. So it's not like he's going downhill quite yet. He'll still get a pretty good-sized contract after that, I would think, if he's able to stay healthy and prove that he can be on the field. Yeah, I like it. I think, yeah, there's nothing to it but to pay him. If they want to be stingy about it, this is where the fantasy implications come into play. You have Madison in that back burner to draft. I mean, I think he's one of the biggest handcuffs of this season. And if there's any way that Delvin Cook does not play or is that sitting out, I don't see it happening. But if it does, you draft Madison in a heartbeat. He has, she's shown flashes, even though he's been, he was injured and he put Boomgate in. He's shown flashes of being a capable running back in the NFL that could be a fantasy impact. Yeah, I think Madison obviously would move up a lot if Cook is going to hold out into the season for a little bit. I mean, with the holdouts, so, I mean, are they going to come back week two, week three? Are they not going to come back, you know, pull a Le'Veon or something? So it's always weird on drafting the the backup to the hand or to the holdout. So it's weird to put Madison like in a specific round or something right now, but he's definitely going to move up a lot of boards right now. Dude, Minnesota was weird too. So like last year, the wide receivers, Thielen and Diggs were bitching about not getting the ball enough. It's all run heavy. And now, you know, Cooks and like, hey, you got to pay me now. They have a weird, I feel like a weird relationship between the philosophy of their franchise and the the personalities of their top player. It's it's a, and you got Kirk Cousins, who's I think a yes man, I think hurts it. Mm -hmm. But it's, I don't like, I don't mind the turmoil because it is in the Lions division. But it is interesting that, you know, Diggs, you know, Arguably, their wide receiver one, you know, leaves kind of salty about it. And then midseason last year, they were bitching the entire time. I'm wondering what they're going to do this next year if Cook's there. My thought process is they're going to stay, you know, stay this course and just feed him the rock as much as possible. But if they're going to do that, they're going to have to pay him. Yeah, and then there's always the thing, you know, if they do pay him, they want to keep him for that full contract. So he might not get, you know, the 300 carries a year. Yep. 275 you know madison maybe works in a little bit more now that it's, it's going to be his second third year coming up so especially if that you know that todd Gurley, you pay a guy a crazy amount of money you have to have him be on there they might snap count him which is crazy but we'll see i think zimmer is kind of a hard ass so who knows but like i said they're both juicy cooking madison watch out in the fantasy world Mm-hmm. yeah still a lot of time i mean we've got what, three months until the season actually yeah. starts? So it's still a lot of time. Tough. I feel like he – it wasn't like – I'm not going to – it's like, hey, give me a reasonable offer. I'm not, you know, asking for crazy amount. Give me a reasonable and well, let's get this shit done. So I think he's handling it the right way, and I think Minnesota is going to pay him. Yeah, I agree. I think eventually they're going to pay him. I think they still have that safety, Anthony Harris, that they have on the franchise tag. They were trying to work a contract out there, so I don't know if that hinders things between the Vikings and Cook as well, but... Yeah, maybe they backload it because, you know, release some salary cap because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure if Cousin doesn't have a good year this year and next, he's out. To, I mean, they're going to probably draft a quarterback that's worth talking about because for yeah. some I don't think they like him at all, and he got paid. He's got, Cousins has a big contract too, I think, until I think one or two more years at least. Yeah. And next year's a pretty big chunk too, so we'll see what happens, but I, I yeah. agree. I think they're going to pay him eventually. Speaking of running backs, we got something that kind of shook up in the running back world. My boy, another boy I'm big on is Chris Carson. He's just got 
Uh, Seattle just picked up Carlos Hyde as his RB2 with Penny being injured and not knowing his certainty. Um, what do you? And they're still saying that Carson is the RB1. I still like Carson even though they picked up Hyde. I don't think it's a Kareem Hunt. Chubb situation. I honestly think it's the the backup who gets the the penny touches because they switched for a while and they had uh, almost a split. But I feel like Carson was there for the big touchdowns, the big runs. Um, what is your take on Hyde going to Seattle? Uh, not much. He's just there as a backup role depth. You know that just to me that just shows that Penny's probably going to start the year on the pup list. You know, miss six weeks of the season to start. If not, maybe they throw him on IR until week eight or nine if it's that bad. Yeah. But I think it's just. I mean, it could just be a camp body. You know, we Carlos Hyde beginning of last year was in Kansas City, and then hey. he got tra- traded hey, yeah. to Houston. So I mean, it just could be a camp body. Could be. I mean, he's a solid backup. He's a solid player. It's not like yeah. he's a bad running back. I mean, he's had okay years here and there. He's a, he was a running back 30 last year in Houston, still averaging over four yards, 4.3 yards per carry. Yep. So he can still run stuff. I think it's a good fit for Hyde himself just because Seattle doesn't really throw to the running backs that much. I mean, Carson only had 47 targets last year. Yeah. So it's a good fit for Hyde, who's not really a receiving back type. He's kind of between a tackle, bruiser, and whatnot. Didn't they, didn't, they picked up like a six or seven round running back too, I think, too, right? Uh, yeah, DJ Dallas out of Miami. Yeah, so I think Pete Carroll likes a lot of running backs in camp. I think you might be on something where it could be just a camp body. And Hyde has some knowledge. He's a little bit more of a veteran. You know, he's 29. Might help out the rookies. Who knows? I think he's uh, he's there for the season. But like you said, I don't think it makes that much of an impact. Mm-hmm. And Carson is himself coming off of the – he didn't have surgery, but he had that hip injury at the end of last year. Man, so, dude, you know, he's not 100%. Me, yeah, he's not 100% probably right now either. He's falling a lot, but I like him I like him as a solid running back, even a running back too, where he's like, all right, well, he might not put up the RB1s, but he's going to get a lot of touches in Seattle. And who knows? I mean, Russ is, you know, wanting more of a pass-heavy – you know, offense, but they've only won when it's been a run-heavy offense. I mean, you look at mm-hmm. Legion of yeah. Boom with, you know. Yeah, that's not how their team's really built. I mean, they got yeah. Lockett at Metcalf, but then they got, like, what, 12 tight ends, and then that's it. So they're yeah. just going to run the ball like usual. Yep, which is fine. I'm good with that. All right, let's get off Let's get off right back. Let's go to your boy. You had him in your top 10. I mean, Atlanta Falcons, they're loving your boy Hayden Hurst. Yes, sir. Matt Ryan praising him up. Praising him. Give him all the love. He said, this, Matt Ryan said this, quote, fastest and most athletic tight end I've ever played with. Jeez. I don't know how that, I mean, they said he, they were uh, making the drive and doing some routes and throwing and catching and stuff, but obviously he hasn't been on a real football field with him or anything. So that's a pretty bold statement for Matt Ryan to come out and say that. I mean, he played with Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, he was like in his mid-30s and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then also Hooper's not that bad himself. So I went and looked it up, and Hayden Hurst ran a four six seven forty a couple years ago in this combine. Yeah, he's got – I mean, he went, he went round one. Yeah, 25th pick in the, that first round. So he's got the athletic ability. And I think it's good that Matt Ryan is noticing that and talking him up. So yeah. it makes me feel better about that uh, Hayden Hurst top 10 last week. I like that too. I mean, it makes me want, want to put him in my top 10. I think it's also a veteran move to get somebody – a draft – or. A, Trading for uh, damn near almost a rookie. I feel like he hasn't played as much in the Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, had some injuries and stuff to yeah. deal with. 
but giving him confidence coming in. So I think it's a smart move too. Be like, hey, I'm pumping, you know, I'm pumping your tires right now. You gotta show me something while we're out there. I like mm-hmm. him in this system. I mean, Dirk Cutter just said, you know, Kelvin really you're gonna see a jump in his game this year too. So they're talking a lot of juice. Mm-hmm. You got Ridley Hurst, and then don't forget about you just got Todd Gurley, and you got the arguably the best wide receiver in the game, and Julio Jones still on the team. Again, the Falcons are the Falcons. They'll disappoint you, and if you're a fan of you know taking out wins and losses, but for fantasy, they always come through with heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the part like kind of offseason where we're gonna get into all this coach speak and GM speak, beat writers talking and stuff. Fucking beat writers, man. They're lying. They don't know shit. Yeah. So you can't take too much. You know, take it with a little grain of salt and stuff. Don't, like, throw all Hayden Hurst my tight end, too, now, because Matt yeah. Rice is good. You know, just kind of keep it in the back of your mind. Like, these guys are talking them up. You know, it's it's a good thing, but it's not anything to shoot them way up your rankings over. Yep. That's part of my do's and my don'ts of fantasy. We'll talk about it later. Ooh, spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler. All right. Well, let's talk about something that... Look, just looking at the roster, and you 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 brought this up. The Deshaun Jackson is arguably wide receiver one for Philly, if not guarantee wide receiver one. Yeah, I think he he definitely has a shot. I mean, this was another beat writer, Mike K from on NJ.com, came out and said this that he thinks Deshaun Jackson is going to be the wide receiver one in Philly. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't like I'm like I just said a fucking you know beat writers are no shit, but. Mm-hmm. When looking at the roster, it, it makes sense because Elshon Jeffrey, he's bound to get injured, which he always does. Could start on the pop list too. So. Exactly. And Deshaun Jackson coming back last year, he had that sports hernia or groin or whatever he had. That was whatever. I'm talking about the first couple games. He was he was the Hollywood Brown. What do you have? Three touchdowns in one game that one time? Yeah, week one he had he went yeah. eight for one fifty four, two touchdowns. Two yes. And and then they had another great game. So I think he's obviously comfortable being a Philadelphia Eagle. Um they love him. He they have a lot of speed now and he still has that gas, but you got uh Godwin there, Goodwin there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goodwin, Rager. Goodwin who's a track star who well, damn near ran a four one. Rager who they're saying now if he's gonna find the anywhere on the field, he's gonna be put in the slot because Deshaun Jackson's that that Z guy, which yep. makes sense. I mean, that's what I don't. That's why I didn't like that draft pick to begin with. But if that's the case, Deshaun Jackson is their go-to. It still, it still is. It seemed like last year, um, Big Red liked him too. So I'm, I'm with that decision. He's definitely put up higher on my board. He does have some risk factors, but when you're looking for a wide receiver four or five, why not throw Deshaun Jackson in the mix? Yeah, he's ranked as wide receiver sixty right now. Yeah. I mean that's that's a wide receiver five technically like that's that's too low in my eyes for obviously they got the injury risk he doesn't you know every other season he's played more than 10 games so yeah. just last year we only played the few games so i'm not expecting 16 games from deshaun jackson especially age 33 you know like he's always got his injuries you know a little hammy a little something here and there but i think this is a it's a great dude late in a draft to grab Yep. just his big playability and you can easily fill in, you know, a bye week fill in, or if you need to go big in your flex spot, it's a great pick, late in dress right That's now. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you're not going to pick him for your dynasty, but we're talking about, you know, if right. you want to get a solid wide receiver that can win you a week, he's shown to win weeks, you put you put Deshaun Jackson on your queue. I mean, you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's just looking at his, like, yards per catch over his career, and he's, I'd say, just by looking, his average is probably right around 17 
18 yards per catch. Come on, man. That's just that's DJX territory right there. That's so crazy. big plays, man. And yeah, I just think he's way undervalued. Uh, hopefully it, he stays like that so I can scoop him up. But yeah, yeah, be, keep on the lookout for Deshaun Jackson coming up with draft boards. DJX. Well, you know how it is about the, the fancy news during this pandemic and the offseason and all that jazz. Are we going to start on time? Blah, blah, blah. A lot of gas being spoke about guys that they have no clue about. I don't know what else you want to talk about. I had a little Cam Akers GM talk about that because, yeah, duh, you made that draft pick. You want to gas up your guy who hasn't even touched a L.A. Rams field yet. But I don't have much... On the news front, I mean, do you have anything else to throw in there? Nah, man. I think uh, we pretty much hit it. There's not much going on. You know, that Dalvin Cook uh, news drop, and that was a big thing. And then other than that, it's just little things here and there that catch my eye, just make me think a little bit. But nothing crazy going on right now. Dude, there's so much hype with Miles Sanders. This is going to be – he's he's going to jump up in that JoJo Mixon draft. I think JoJo mm-hmm. Mixon is going to fall, and Miles Sanders is going to take his spot. I could see them flip flop in uh, ADPs a little bit. Yeah, it's oh he's he's so good they're not gonna do RBC anymore. Okay, we'll see. We'll see about Miles. All right, dude. Let's get to our let's get to our top five. This is our top five. We'll go snake draft. We're gonna talk about the fantasy don'ts of the season of the draft. Fantasy don'ts of what you should not do on a in a fantasy league at all. All right, let's go with you. What's your number? What? Give me one of your fantasy don'ts. I give you. All right, I give you my number one overall of everything. I think for fantasy is don't forget fantasy football is for fun. Ah. You know, like I mean, a lot of leagues. Yeah, it's for money mostly and blah. blah, blah. Not the game. Not the game. We talk about practice. Yeah, man. I just think you know. It's fun times with friends. That's kind of how fantasy started in general. And then, you know, it's definitely evolved into more of a money grabs in some leagues and whatnot. But I think you ask most people that are in leagues with their friends and, you know, family and stuff. And it's just a way to connect, you know, keep keep in touch with people. Yeah. You know, our, our league, our main league, we got a group chat that always goes off. You know, people talk sometimes, people don't talk sometimes. And it's just there. If you want to respond, you can. And it's just, you know, you don't want to make fantasy affect your personal life. It's kind of where I'm getting at. Ah. You don't want to hold a grudge. Oh, this dude didn't accept my trade. Or this Come dude on. picked him up and I didn't pick him up. Like Exactly. You know, you get out there, you have fun with your friends. You know, you meet new people if you join a random leagues, you know. So I just think you got to have fun with it and don't exactly. get, bring it into your personal lives. Don't be throwing that fucking Xbox controller like you're a five-year-old anymore, dude. <laughs> this is a game. We're just having fun. It's called fantasy for a reason, nerd. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Hey, man. You know, we got to keep it light out there. I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to go <laughs> kind of like that. All right, folks. This is it. When we get together for draft night, it's fun. But rule number one, do not get too drunk before a draft or during your draft. You got to be at that point. To know your game plan, to know how to draft, know what your philosophy is. And if you're sleeping with a frosty in your hand and your other hand down your pants because you're knocked out, bro, you ain't going to draft good. All right? Not saying that happened to me. I'm not saying that happened to me, but it happened to some other people. You got to be at least a tad bit sober to know what you're about to draft. Okay? 
You went, oh, I picked Antonio Brown. I met AJ Brown. I met AJ Brown. I met Antonio Brown. I mixed them up. Come on, man. Sober up. Pay attention. This is where that fun is, but don't have too much fun on draft night. You want to be having a great team. You're set up for lots of you do all these mocks, and then you get around your boys and you have too much fun. Kiss goodbye. Bye-bye. There you go, number 12. Get last place, dude. <laughs> I'm with it, man. You gotta, you gotta be prepared at these drafts. You know, it's there for fun and stuff, but you gotta come and you gotta build a squad that you're in a row with through the whole season. Exactly. So you don't want to get too drunk. I feel that a lot. All right, I'm gonna go back with another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't draft. This is another one. Don't draft names. Draft performers. Ooh. Does that make sense? I think yeah, I think so. We're getting so deep. Do, okay. You draft. I draft on stats and what comes. I don't draft on, oh, you know, Adrian Peterson's. Oh, he's, you know, I remember his name. Or Antonio Brown's of last year, you know, where, where you, some people aren't familiar with it. So you're just picking a guy. And this year's a great example of Aaron Rodgers. You know, mm-hmm. he is not a top five quarterback just because he has been in the past. And you know of his name. He's been there. He's consistent. You got to look at the stats. You got to look at the trajectory of the stats and the ages and what's happening with the team. Just take a little time and not just draft by the names. Great example, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Jesus You got it. You got it. CTE is setting in. I barely get my head hit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Shit. But, like, you you draft them because you know their names and they've been great in the past. But – Look at the stats. Look at the performance. Look who can you get as a better uh, steal, as a better value pick, and draft on stats and performances rather than names. I like that, man. You know, this is a this is a young man's game right now. It feels like so. Do your you research, know, man. Gotta, Come on. You know, gotta gotta be prepared. You gotta know who the players out there. Just be ready for anything. I feel that. All right, let's hear let's hear you. Come on. Oh, it's kind of just along the draft tips that you've been saying is don't auto draft. Oh, I cannot God. stand when I get in the league and I go to the draft and dudes aren't in the draft or they're just complete auto draft. Like, Makes me want to quit, man. It's like, come on. Like, I hope you like kickers and defenses because you're getting those <laughs> in the eighth round. Yeah. Justin Tucker coming at you, eighth round pick. Yeah, and, and yeah, you're going to be doing great. You're going to have Baltimore Ravens defense in the in the eighth or ninth round as well. Dude, you're doing good. And I think this is it's kind of on the commissioners too, you know. Commissioners got to send reminders out. You got to send maybe one, two, even three reminders. You know, hey, we got a draft tomorrow. Hey, draft, you know, 12 hours from now. Mm-hmm. Hey, draft in an hour. You know, a five-minute warning, something. Something. You know, you got to take care of it yourself, too. You know, if you got a league drafting at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock, you got to remind yourself about that 9 o'clock draft. Yeah, Don't get too get involved. Head on a swivel, bro. Mm-hmm. Gotta be able, you got to be there to react to the way the draft's going, and you can't do that in an auto draft. Yep. I like that. That's I, that that kills the vibe. When it's oh, auto draft. I hate auto drafters, dude. I mean, sometimes it plays to your advantage because you like if you can figure out how the computer drafts for them. Like you'd be like, all right, like let's say you're at the 11th spot, right? Yeah. And then tw- 12th spot is auto draft, so you're like, well, I can tell who's gonna get at 12 and 13 here uh-huh. because of auto draft. So I can just pick this dude, and then I'll get this other guy at 14. Yeah, it's, so it's not a fair thing. It, it throws off the the variables. Mm-hmm. Plus, you never know. You know, if a site's rankings aren't updated, some dude tore his ACL the day before. 
that dude's going to end up on your team in the you know fourth, fifth round pick. So just don't do it, man. Just just come to your draft, make your picks, and stay throughout the whole thing. I like it. Good, good one. Give me another one, man. These are good. Keep it going. Oh, I think you're going to like this one, though. So uh, don't accept trades in a chat or in a text message and then not accept on a website or the oh, app that you're using. What a fucking dick move that is, Oh, bro. my gosh. This personally happened to me in one of the uh, Dynasty League. The trade, we actually worked a trade out, but it wasn't the original trade, you know? Like, we had, I sent this guy an offer in the text because he asked for an offer, and he's like, yeah, I can do that. Send it over. So I send him the proposal, and then he just doesn't accept, doesn't accept, doesn't accept. So I messaged him, like, what's up, man? Like, we doing this? And then, you know, oh, second guessing now, second. It's like, well, oh then. Oh, my God. Then don't say you're doing it, man. Yeah, just say that from the beginning. Be like, okay, I'll think about it. Like, I'm not going to be mad at you because you don't accept my trade. Like, that's not how it works. But I'm going to be a little frustrated if you say, yeah, I'll do that. And then when I send it, you're like, oh, no, I don't want to now. Wow. It's like, I feel like they just might be getting a little too greedy, you know? Greed's a powerful drug, man. Damn, that's fucking, that pisses me off more than anything, dude. It's it, it it just grinds my gears, man. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. All right, and then but you got to send it over too. You making all the you guys are going back and forth, but you have and the person almost like he wants a, the trade more than you do, but you still have to send it over to him, and then he will, and then he will rebuttal with a different trade. Like wait, hold on, this is it's just back and the back and forth gets exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's part of the game, though. It's part of the game. You got you got, you know those characters out there that do that. You got to fight fire with fire, man. It's tough, man. But, you know, we got to power through sometimes. Just don't do it. That's all. It's pretty plain and simple, you know. Stick to to your word. All right. That was kind of one of my – I had one, don't draft panic. Don't don't wait to the end and then pick just a random person. Oh, yeah. That that hurt me. I heard me once. I don't talk about it. It was – I don't know why. I had Mike Evans. I thought at the time Kelvin Benjamin was a steal. And then I needed a quarterback. I had back-to-back picks, and I picked Jameis Winston and then was freaked out, panicked, and picked up Ben Roethlisberger as the other pick. I overthought it. <laughs> picked up two of them boys, huh? It was horrible. Let's just say that season didn't go well. God damn it, I forgot about bad that season was. <laughs> yeah, you always got to have that one guy, I feel like. When it's your pick, you got to have that one guy where you're like, you know, yep. the clock's down 10 seconds. You you're like, to. all right, I'm Draft just going to take this dude. Because I know I wanted him, and he might not be the exact guy that I could have got here or something, but you know you're going to be happy with him. Yeah. Okay, so this is another one I had. This is a this is kind of my rule on, on a, uh, a somewhat of a scale. Don't two to three round reach. I like that. So if the value is, is if, the, if a tier is a two-tier person and you're going to a four-tier person but you like them, maybe there's like – you don't, someone else you know has them, which I can, okay, if someone else likes them too, I get it. And you don't know if you're going to get them at the, at, you know, the other round. But is the value worth the reach, in my opinion? Usually it's not. It's usually not. So I, I always put it as a two, in my rankings, a two round reach. And if I don't get them, it's, it was a risk that I wasn't willing to take. Mm-hmm. I get behind that. I think one round reach is fine. You know, if you want to get your guy, get your guy. But yeah, definitely two round reach. That's uh, it's pushing it a little bit. You really have to. That dude really has to hit on that value that you're drafting him at. Yep, that was yep. That was another rule. All right, give me another one. I like these. You got another one? Yeah. Uh, no trade vetoes. 
Yeah. Fuck that. That makes no sense. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Unless it's uh, under commissioner review and there's collusion detected. That's the only way I think a trade should ever be vetoed. Yep, I'm with you. Think, yep. You know, you got 10, whatever your league is, 10, 12, 14, whatever. That's 10 to 14 different opinions about every single player, about every single draft pick. Like, there's just too many opinions and stuff. Every trade that happens, somebody in the league is going to say, oh, it's a bad trade. And then someone's going to be like, oh, that's a good trade. And yep. you can't just you can't let your league mates vote on a trade or not because they're just going to say, oh, that guy's team's going to be too good now, so I'm just going to say no. Or oh, what if the guy gets injured the next week? That's the thing about fantasy. You don't know. It's all unknown in the future and whatnot. So, yeah, just no trade vetoes, man. Both teams accepted the trade for a reason because they both wanted to make the trade. They both want to help their team. They think they're helping their team by making this trade. So you can't deny them that you know they're the owner of the team. You got to let them handle it how they want to handle it. Yep, I agree 100%. I hate that. I, 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 I hate that it's even an option. I know it's a collusion issue, mm-hmm. but damn, that's so frustrating. If you're in a, like a petty league and then you just have random people just start vetoing it because they don't like the trade, it just it makes you want to quit the league because then otherwise you can't really you know deal. You can't do anything. You can't yeah. even have, I don't know, there's no point in even trading then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember a few of my leagues early, very early on, it was probably seven eight nine years ago now or something but we had trade vetoes and stuff and it wasn't even like a majority like you only needed like four out of 12 to veto a trade or something it's some ridiculous now and just every trade got vetoed because people like oh that's too good for that team so just don't do it just let the commissioner do it you know maybe you want to sign a a trade commissioner or something or have two guys so it's not uh biased when it's the commissioner trading or something but if there's collusion then yeah you can talk about it but other than that you just gotta let that thing go through man Gotta let it go through. Gotta let it go through. Any other ones you got on your mind? Oh, I got one more here on the list. Is uh, don't get mad at NFL players, coaches on social media. Oh my God, who does that? Come on, oh, man. man. I see, I see people tweeting and Instagram, whatever comments about this. Oh, you didn't get me a hundred yards. You got ninety nine yards. Why couldn't you fall forward? Why couldn't you do this? And just like yelling and bitching at these players, like this is their job. This is their like how they make a living. This is how they support their families yeah and you can go out there and rip on them like people aren't coming into your office oh you you know you wrote outside the lines on the spreadsheet <laughs> or so like let yeah, these dudes yeah, no, play I, shut up yeah it just goes back to the the first rule you know just have fun with it you don't gotta get mad about stuff yeah exactly. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose weeks you're gonna lose stuff it happens don't take it out of them it's no. not their fault i agree 100 there's no if you and if you do that check yourself like mm-hmm. literally, because it makes no sense. Shut up. These guys, you know, are playing a game. They're they're it's a cutthroat league, anyways. Think about a job like I might get fired at any moment and you don't know. Like, you think they want to play bad? Shut the fuck up. Let them play. Have fun. Enjoy fantasy motherfucking football. Yes, sir. They don't care about our fantasy teams. They care about their teams winning the game. Hell yeah. They don't know anything about you, dude. Shut up. Like, just, like, you you matter to them. You don't. Sorry. Yeah, Steve from Mississippi. Shut the fuck up, man. Come on, Steve. I got two more. Let me hear them. If you are over the age of the person, and, okay, this is it, okay. Don't wear another grown man's jersey. (laughs) What you mean? At, At a draft, you do not put on another man's jersey. If you are 30 years old and the jersey you're wearing is a 23-year-old kid because you can play football good, check yourself in the mirror, all right? I am anti-jersey. Jerseys are for kids. Jerseys are for heroes they look up to. 
I'm over it. Mish. What if you're what I'm if you're going to old. a game? What if you're going to a game? Can you wear it then? That maybe I'll give you that because you want to show pride. You want to show them, you know, blah 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 blah. But if you're coming to a a live draft and you're wearing another man's jersey, come on, man. Check if you're wearing it outside of a football game. Okay, this isn't mm-hmm. this isn't early 2000s, man. Throwback jerseys are not in anymore. <laughs> all right, we ain't gonna wear you know the the Allen Iverson Georgetown jersey anymore. We're not wearing the the Michael Jordan High School. The Lansing Everett, Magic Johnson. We're not wearing jerseys anymore unless you are going to the game. I'll give you that. Outside of that, you got a problem. So you said in general or only if they're younger? So, like, can I wear a Tom Brady jersey? Tom Brady's a lot. He's older than you. So that's allowed? That's allowed. That's one of my, oh, cool, my rules. Cool. I got a yeah. Stafford jersey hanging up in my closet. I'm just making sure I'm good. He's older than you. He's older, so I'm good. That's what man. I'm saying. Don't You can't have rookie... Jerseys anymore, dude. You're too old. All right. Oh, I gotta give me a jersey. I'm a hundred percent wearing that to the draft this year. <laughs> I'm getting under that skin. Come real on, early. man. It's awkward. give me that real estate. The kid's give me that 22 years old. You're wearing his jersey like he's a, he's. You're looking up to him, dude. Yeah, yeah support the squad, man. Come on. You're gonna DeAndre Swift. Is that gonna be your, your guy? Oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'll keep it a surprise for you. I don't want. I don't want to give away any secrets yet. You know. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, I got one more. If you're doing a live draft and you are hosting, you cannot throw out sketchy food on the platter. Oh, preach. You got to cater it. Or if it's a guaranteed your girl is a great cook and I can line it up before and it's hot and awesome, I'll give you that. But most of the time, you almost have to cater it in. Cater that bitch. Okay, the sketchy food is never, you cannot do that. If you're going to offer your home and you want to do a live draft with the amount of guys or people that are coming to your house and you throw out uh, random, you know, Pinterest ideas and they don't, (laughs) you don't know, you've never cooked them before, it's probably going to end up not that good. So just cater it, let the pros do it, just like you let the pros play football, let the pros make your food and hook you up and have a great platter, have a great spread, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about nothing besides having fun and watching other people suck at drafting. Preach, man. You, you thought about the important things. I like that. You know, the little fine details of a great group is those little fine rules that I have, and you know what? I like it. You got it. You got to have a nice spread. You can't wear a jersey. You oh, I had another one too. Don't draft bad teams. What you, like overall? Like you don't draft a bad team or don't draft from a bad team. Don't draft from a bad team. Okay, okay. That's another rule. So you. I, have, say, I don't know if you can do that rule because your team's usually pretty bad though. Not I know not my fantasy team. I'm talking about a pro team, dude. I understand my team's not that good. I get it. I'm talking about. All right, so this year, this is my concern. Is like, all right, everybody has Jacksonville being a bad team. They're looking like almost like they want to be shitty. So do I draft Leo Fournette? Do I draft DJ Chark, Chark, Cart, Lark, Fart? Or do I say fuck it? And because they're going to be that bad, eh, they're off limits. That's tough. I think uh, when you're talking about bad teams like that, like the Jaguars. Or any team that has a bad backup quarterback that just got, like, burn them all. Take them all off your team. 
The Pittsburgh Steelers last year, don't give me anybody from that team. All right? You know, mm -hmm. um, that's why I thought fucking Michael Thomas was going to suck. That's why I traded him. But Teddy Bridgewater came out. Fuck that. All I'm Not saying is. Not a bad is, team, though. The team Detroit, is just one player. Exactly. Detroit Lions. You bad have. Team. Bad team. Backup quarterback. Once your best player on your team breaks his back, everybody on that team is now has COVID-19. <laughs> you trade them away. You get rid of them. And if you know it's going to be that bad of a season, I'm not drafting anyone. I know it's going to be hard, but by the time you see this team in the preseason, you might have an idea how bad this is. I know you're not going to be the best because Lions usually are 4-0 during the preseasons, but... You can have an idea that they're not going to be that good this year. You might want to avoid them. That's what I'm saying. There might be some fantasy studs on bad teams. I'm not saying that. But more than likely, they're not. They're not going to be that good. Yeah, I think there's a little bit to that. It's like you don't want to get back because they're not going to score a lot of touchdowns usually, and that's kind of what you're looking for. And a lot of guys in fantasies get those six-point touchdowns or four-point whatever passing or not. Yeah. But I think they're at one point during the draft, they're going to be of value to like Fournette. Let, let, he falls to six round or something. Like, obviously, yeah. you're going to take Fournette in the sixth round then because he's not. That's not a reach. That's a steal. You don't pass up steals. You only pass up reaches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get you. You know, you want to get those guys that are going to score more points as a team, so you have more opportunities to score. So I can get behind that. Thank you. You're welcome. That's my don'ts, man. You know what? Follow most of them. They're mostly they're all good. A couple of them, you know, I don't. You can, you know, I'm not gonna beat you up or talk shit about you too much if you're wearing another man's jersey. But most of them are okay. A lot of them you gotta follow though. Don't get too drunk. Don't mm -hmm. have whack food. Don't yes. fucking veto. Don't auto don't draft. Auto draft. I mean, that's pretty plain and simple. I and mean, have fun, man. That's and have fun. One. That's to me. That's just that's rule a, number know. one. That's rule number one. This is fantasy. This is fake football, dude. Fake football. We're fake GMs for money, and I think it's a it's a, a bonding experience with knuckleheads. That you can have an open group chat. You can talk shit, and everybody's okay with it. Once you cross that serious line, it's hard to come back because all of, everybody else avoids you like you're the plague, man. I feel it. You know, we're here to have fun. Here to, you know, meet people, just reminisce with your boys, girls, whatever the leagues are. So yeah, just just keep it rolling. I love it. I love it. All right, folks, we are gonna be doing some shorter episodes because you said no not football going on right now. Nothing you know? to talk about. I mean, there's really not much to talk about. Someone might have stubbed their toe going to their car this morning, and they might have a little boo boo, and. That's what we're talking about? No, we're not going to bring shit up that's whack. Um, so we're going to do these shorter, a little bit 30, 40 minute Johns until the players get back and the preseason hits. We are looking like it's going to be a go. I'm getting excited. We have plenty of juice left in the tank for this season. I can't wait, Mish. I'm ready to get going, man. Had to join a couple dynasty leagues just to get my fix right now. Let's go. around no sports so it's been keeping me busy but yeah looking forward to sports coming back got this golf started so the come up's happening the come up is here folks we are about to skedaddle out of here until next week when we have some more uh quote unquote big news big, big who news. knows big who quotes. knows and we got some other lists that we're gonna go over 
on the do's, don'ts, the rankings, the who's and the who's nots of fantasy. Chad, do you have anything else to say? I'm blanking. I'm stuttering. I can't spit anything else out of my mouth. Go for it, bud. Uh, just going to you know, head over to NFL.com, get my jersey ordered. That's ah! about it. You asshole. All right, man. Peace. Peace.